here. This is the Voice of J Culture. You are listening to the Voice of J Culture podcast. Today, we're going to be looking back at four years of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and four years with it of the Nintendo Switch. All right, stay tuned, keep it locked. Let's go. Right, so it's been four years of the Nintendo Switch. And again, again, you know, it's just been so fun. What a ride it's been. This has been one of my favorite, favorite periods in gaming. And I, I want to start this off with a statement. And I will say that in in years to come, we would look back at this time from 27th, from March 2017 onwards and say that we were truly, truly treated to something really magical in terms of just pure gameplay and stuff like that similarly more so than i think you know with the gamecube i think i mean not the gamecube the dreamcast i think the wii u will be looked at in time like how the dreamcast was looked at but i think that the switch is just going to be it is already in so many ways in a league of its own in terms of just software and you know the overall success of the system and what it has brought for me personally at this stage in my life, being a dad, uh, you know, professional stage, you know, of my career in terms of my study, my work, my goals, my aspirations, you know, trying to stay fit, trying to stay social. The Nintendo Switch has not only kept gaming alive for me when it would have been very, very seriously on the ropes. Otherwise, it has brought it back in a major, major way because of its hybrid nature. The fact that I'm not tied to a TV and tied to loading screens and longer updates and you name it. This, for me and my life and how my life is structured, this has been damn near perfect, okay? Games, 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 okay? To start with, on day one, we had The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And what a way, I dare you to try and find a better launch game on any system anywhere. I'll wait, I'll give you time. We'll go a little bit back before the launch of the Nintendo Switch, okay? And uh, we'll talk a little bit about how it came about, or at least it came to my um, attention now. When I remember, I remember we were, it was the Wii U, okay? So the perceived commercial disaster that the Wii U was, um, coupled with the announcement that Nintendo were moving into mobile gaming, into the mobile state uh, space, caused a lot of concern because the fear was at the time that Nintendo was going the way of Konami and to a lesser extent Sega in terms of they were moving away from the dedicated home console space uh, because they've made a misstep or two and now are going to be focusing on the more instantly gratifying space of you know mobile gaming the, the fastest uh, sector in gaming and where the money is so that people are thinking right nintendo gonna go grab the cash and they're gonna make a bunch of mobile games and that's gonna be the end of that well you know the talk in the chat became so intense that the then president iwata had to come out and say something which i knew to be the case but that's because i was already conscious of this type of thing and that is essentially that no we are simply expanding our business to include mobile gaming we are not moving away from dedicated home console where in fact we have a new console coming soon you know and later on we will find out oh i think he, he called it project nx and that's that would later be known come to be known as the nintendo switch so 
he he made he brought to light and made it public that there is this thing uh, back then known as the you know project NX you know to quell some of those fears and um, it was a masterstroke because I would imagine you know the the president at that time saying that probably stabilized you know the share price and stuff like that it kept you know investor sentiment uh, leveled it out a bit because I can imagine at that time it must have been uh, nosediving because of the performance of the, the Wii U at the time so he basically marked out that he was, there was even a graphic that he used to show that they're incorporating mobile as another pillar on top of the Wii U and the, the 3DS they had at the time and this new system he didn't give any details of what it could be we didn't know we didn't know whether it was going to be a whole new dedicated hardware or just a platform that would supplement it or whatever it was as time went on we'd found out as per you know the countdown to their reveal trailer of what the system was that it was indeed the nintendo switch with this iconic click sound that we mentioned earlier they showed breath of the wild running during this reveal trailer i remember being at work at the time and watching it and just having my mind blown that a the rumors were indeed true and you know that um it looked the way it did you know they showed like the pro controller i thought you know they didn't really highlight it in that trailer but it caught my eye and i thought you know what that controller looks amazing i want some of that you know they showed skyrim running on it and uh, breath of the wild i was a bit mm, on um the frame rate that they used in that reveal trailer and after some digging i found out that it wasn't natively running on the switch it was just some some a video that they superimposed on the switch at the time so that's why it looked like that um then they had a massive blowout live presentation uh, from Japan detailing its features, the thought processes behind it, you know, like the HD rumble and its hybrid nature, um, the Joy-Cons, the touchable Joy-Cons that you could use and the like, and the thinking behind, you know, its design, the fact that it was a maglamation of previous Nintendo consoles, the portability of things like the GameCube and the DS range and, um, the motion controls of things like the the Wii and so on. Eventually, and in true Nintendo form, it was launching in a few months after that big reveal and blowout. Day one, like we mentioned earlier, you had the likes of Breath of the Wild. And from that point onwards, it was basically a first-party Nintendo title every near enough every month in that first year, which is why I say 2017 for me was the greatest year in gaming in, in my gaming life was 2017 you had the likes of persona 5 you had the likes of horizon zero dawn you had the likes of breath of the wild and a new system launching and then a first party nintendo um ip offering near enough every month for the rest of of that year amazing it was spectacular same year you had mario odyssey and and so on so in fact let's take a look at some of the games that came out that year breath of the wild day one march uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, came out April, the best-selling Nintendo Switch game. June, right? Nothing in May. June, new IP, which is what people wanted from Nintendo Arms. Splatoon 2 and Flip 4 came in July. August brought Mario uh, plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. September was Pokemon DX. October was uh, Fire Emblem Warriors and Super Mario Odyssey. So now you have series best as well because Super Mario Odyssey and Zelda, it started this trend of all of these titles which had come from these beloved series. For some reason, when they reached onto the Switch, all of a sudden they were series bests, you know? So you got having the best ever Zelda 
on your system puts it in very good stead. The fact that that happened on day one, wow. And then it happened with um, Mario Odyssey. Then you had Xenoblade Chronicles 2. You had nothing in November, December, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So as you can see with that pattern there, you're looking at a haymaker punch of a, of a brand new IP, IP near enough every month in that first year. And when you compare it to, you know, other systems, you've got the PS5 that is out now. It's been out for like about four months. Absolutely nothing in terms of exclusives that, you know, a compelling reason to own that system and that system only games. You can only play it on that system. And it's been near enough half a year and still nothing. But when the Switch launched, it was near enough one of those every single month. And tying that into, you know, what was going on in terms of, like I mentioned, Horizon Zero Dawns and the likes of um, Persona 5 and stuff like that, 2017 was a very, very heady time. It was good. 2018 brought the likes of Dragon Quest Builders, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2, Kirby Star Allies, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Their experimentation, their commitment to experimentation and new experiences um, continued with the Labo kits, Labo Kit 1 and 2, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, one of the most critically acclaimed platformers of all time, launched Sushi Striker Mario Tennis Aces. Rolling into 2019, you had the likes of Super Mario Bros., uh, Yoshi's Crafty World, the fourth at this point level kit, Super Mario Maker 2, you had Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain, the likes of, again, you had series bets and new IPs. 2020, which is the, the more quieter of the years, started off with Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, had one big game, we'll go back to that, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Clubhouse 51, uh, Worldwide Classics as well, but it also landed it also saw, sorry, the landing of Animal Crossing New Horizon, the true juggernaut of that year, uh, the silver lining of what was really, really a tragic and stressful year was Animal Crossing. It really did help people uh, cope with, gamers cope with, um, you know, being locked down and all of the blues that accompanied that, all of the sad times and tough, tough and uncertain circumstances that we all face. Animal Crossing um, landed at that time. And yeah, that definitely helped out. 30 million units sold in about nine months since that point tells its own story. And it was up for numerous Game of the Year awards. So that was the, the quieter year. And it shows that they were very committed since day one to releasing a bevy of titles. The third part you started rolling in before long we can already see that you know the first part of the ips are there indie games and indie developers have absolutely flourished on the system and they perform best there along with like on steam but they have really 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 seen great returns on the nintendo switch it just really lends itself well to um uh indie games and indie developers you had the likes of Smash Brothers as well, which um, we didn't even mention. But yeah, so it's been a wild ride. I have very, very much enjoyed my time with the Nintendo Switch. As of right now, we're looking forward. There are new reports from Bloomberg, of all people. And that is quite major because, you know, Bloomberg is not ready. It's not reset era. But because the thing is with Bloomberg, they have to report things, you know, for investors and stuff like that so they can make informed decisions you know for their portfolios and how they go about their business and they are reporting that samsung is um developing or have developed uh some beautiful oled screens for what will be the quote unquote switch pro basically the 
next iteration, the half, the, the next jump in terms of um, the Nintendo Switch. So think along the lines of the DSi to the DS or the new Nintendo 3DS to the 3DS or the PS4 Pro to the um, PS4. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, they were using, they are rumored or said to be using OLED uh, displays for that new piece of hardware. Um, data miners have found um, there are new SKUs in place for what looks like a new console within, you know, when they've hacked into the system and games and so on, as well as um, rumored uh, dev kits out there in the wild for developers to use and a mandate from Nintendo telling them to prepare their games for 4K output. Because that's what the uh, reports are saying. It's going to be 4K docked and uh, 720 um, undocked with a 7-inch screen, if I remember. So there's lots of things to look forward to going forward including the likes of you know a rumored switch pro games especially metroid prime 4 still coming out bayonetta 3 still going to come out breath of the wild 2 still going to come out and many more we've got the you know the the introduction of the the world the worldwide rollout of the cloud streaming service you know assassin's creed resident evil control hitman all running on sort of you know your more higher end pc style specs you know that I think is one of the most interesting things going forward, looking at the Nintendo Switch going forward, the use of cloud technology as a workaround to get around, uh, you know, games not looking as good as they would do, you know, especially your third party AAA games as they would on other platforms. That is another solution, another workaround. Joy-Con drift absolutely sucks across the board as it does on all other platforms and that is something that they really 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 have been needing to sort out and do right by as far as their consumers it's been wonderful you know barring little things like that let's see what comes next they are the most unpredictable company to try and predict so i wouldn't even bother trying to do that all i would do is just strap myself in and look to enjoy this ride what has been your standout moments from the four years of breath of the wild and nintendo switch we are just getting inundated now with new things we've got pyra and mithra in smash bros that's what i've been playing going forward now we've had the blowout from sakurai presents amazing characters and from an amazing series uh please try and play those games or make use of them in super smash bros on our fist flying friday fight clubs tune in with us every friday and let your fist fly it's splatter day saturday as of recording this so i'm going to jump off here and get involved in that with splatoon leading the way as it normally does leading into a super kirby sundays okay so all that's left to do now is to say thank you because you know what you could have been anywhere in the world you chose to be here with me and that is very very much appreciated so please promise me you look after yourselves and each other until the next time all right so safe be blessed no stress big up your chest done no respect next time safe